This is a Reconstructionist radio production. Please visit calcedon.edu to download or purchase this book. The Philosophy of the Christian Curriculum, Russus J. Rushtuni, Ross House Books, Vallecito, California. Part 5 Chapter 1 Christianity versus Humanism The great issue of the years ahead is the developing battle between Christianity and Humanism. It is a war unto death. Christianity is a world in life, view and faith, and it can only exist as such. It either is the word of God for every area or none. Christianity was born into the same battle. It is only the dereliction of Christendom which has led to a return to the beginnings of this old battle of the centuries. On the day of Pentecost, St. Peter's great proclamation was this, quote, Therefore let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made that same Jesus whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ. End quote. Acts 2.36 Jesus is Lord. End quote. This is the joyful and central proclamation of the early church. It is the declaration of St. Paul. Philippians 2.9-11 Romans 10.9 1 Corinthians 12.3 And it is the joyful declaration that in Christ the prophecy of Isaiah 45.23 is fulfilled. To declare Jesus is Lord means that he is the world ruler who absolutely governs every sphere of life and thought. It is the obligation of every area to be Christian, church, state, school, family, the vocations, the arts and sciences, and all things else must serve only Christ the Lord. A problem in understanding the scope of our work is the common misuse of the word church. Our English word comes from Kyriakos, a Greek adjective as in Kyriakondoma or Kyriakai Oika. Our word church refers to an institution of worship, the ministry of the word, or a building. The New Testament word translated church is ecclesia, which gives the sense of two Hebrew words, edicha, congregation, and gachal, assembly. It can refer to all the redeemed people, to their assembly and worship, their civil government, the family, the godly army, and more. It means the kingdom of God. Thus, where scripture speaks of the church, it means Christ's realm in every area and sphere of life. All things must be bought under the domination of Christ the Lord. At present, humanism has brought all things, including most churches, under the sway of man the Lord. The purpose of state schools, as laid down by Horace Mann, James G. Carter and others, was twofold. First, to establish centralism, the priority of the state over every area of life, and second, to eliminate biblical faith. The founders of status education in the United States were Unitarians. They rightly believed that control over the child through the schools was the key to controlling society. Control over the schools will determine control over state and church finally. Christianity and humanism are diametrically opposed religions. One is the worship of the sovereign and triune God. The other is the worship of man. Let us briefly analyse some of the key points of difference between Christianity and humanism as they affect education. This is far from an exhaustive analysis. Our purpose is to provide a brief outline of some of the fundamental differences. Christianity 1. The sovereignty of the triune God is the starting point, and this God speaks through his infallible word. Humanism. 
1. The sovereignty of man and the state is the starting point, and it is the word of scientific, elite man which we must heed. Christianity 2. We must accept God as God. He is alone Lord. Humanism 2. Man is his own God, choosing or determining for himself what constitutes good and evil. Genesis 3, 5. Christianity 3. God's word and person is the truth. Humanism 3. Truth is pragmatic and existential. It is what we find works and is helpful to us. Christianity 4. Education is into God's truth in every realm. Humanism 4. Education is the self-realization and self-development of the child. Christianity 5. Education is discipline under a body of truth. This body of truth grows with research and study, but truth is objective and God-given. We begin by presupposing God and his word. Humanism 5. Education is freedom from restraint and from any idea of truth outside of us. We are the standard, not something outside of man. Christianity 6. God's standards grade us. We must measure up to them. The teacher grades the pupil. Humanism 6. The school and the world must measure up to the pupil's needs. The pupil grades the teacher's. The pupil grades the teacher. Christianity 7. Man's will and the child's will must be broken to God's purpose. Man must be remade, reborn by God's grace. Humanism 7. Society must be broken and remade to man's will and the child's will is sacred. Christianity 8. Man's problem is sin. Man must be recreated by God. Humanism Man's problem is society. Society must be recreated by man. Christianity 9. The family is God's basic institution. Humanism 9. The family is obsolete. The individual or the state is basic. The Christian school must teach every subject from a God-centered perspective or else it would be teaching humanism. Mathematics, for example, has no validity in a universe of chance. It rests on the presupposition of a sovereign and predestinating God. The humanistic history book not only eliminates biblical history and the great and central role of our Christian faith, but it sees history as chance rather than purpose. History for the humanist is at its best simply man's determination, whereas for the Christian, it is God's determination. In the sciences, we must again deny the quote, rule end quote, of chance. Materialistic determinism is no better. The Newtonian view of causality has collapsed because its single and purely naturalistic view is inadequate. There is no single cause in nature. Moreover, the multiplicity of causes does not suffice to account for the fact of order, design and meaning. Only the presupposition of the God of Scripture can properly undergird science. In literature, we must ask, what is a classic? The idea of what constitutes a classic has varied from culture to culture. The great Vietnamese classic, The Tale of Q, is a masterpiece of humanism. It encourages self-pity, the indictment of God, and a belief that man, who has the root of goodness in him, is the victim of God. A Christian classic must reflect a Christian world and life view. It must see conflict as moral, not metaphysical. 
it must affirm an ultimate and basic harmony, not a conflict of interests. In teaching language, we must remember that grammar and culture are interrelated. There is a theological premise to grammar. Relativistic cultures cannot develop a truly future tense, nor a proper sense of the future. Words, moreover, represent meanings. They are miniature propositional truths. Communication is possible where a common culture prevails. The more existential that culture becomes, the more difficult communication becomes, because words and meanings are weakened or destroyed. Christian faith is thus a total concern. Christian schools are a necessity, or else we will have anti-Christian schools. For Christianity to bypass education, to neglect Christian schools, is suicidal. Those who do have denied Christ and his lordship. The Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network brings to you a complete lineup of podcasts where you will hear practical and tactical theology. Our desire is not simply that you consume our shows, but that you also live out your faith in every area of life. We can talk all day long about these things, but if we fail to put them into practice, then we fail as ambassadors of Jesus Christ, our King. Subscribe now to your favorite Reconstructionist Radio Podcast Network shows. Or you can subscribe to the Reconstructionist Radio Master Feed, where all of the content we produce, including the audiobooks and audio articles, will pop up as soon as they are available. And don't forget to visit ReconstructionistRadio.com to volunteer as a narrator or to partner with this ministry financially. May the Holy Spirit stir you into action for Christ and His Kingdom.